morning. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you're having yourself a solid day. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. 24th day of September, 2020. Today, Big J, it's hot lunch day, man. Hot lunch day. Yeah. You're going to head out to the old flying pie on Broadway and uh, take some ex-listeners to a socially distanced habanero pizza lunch at the flying pie. That should be pretty awesome. And hopefully uh, you have enjoyed habanero season, one of the highlights of the year throughout the year for the Treasure Valley. A fairly big deal for Flying Pie. So uh, hopefully you entered. If you have, you've already been contacted. You know who if you're yeah. going on our lunch. Yeah, now. you know. If you know, if you don't know, you didn't go. You didn't win. It's too late. Too late. Mistakes were made. But that will be fun today. We're also going to talk uh, Alzheimer's Society of the Treasure Valley. That's going to happen. Uh, as we talk about the uh, walk that's going to be taking place on October 3rd. We'll get some details on that in the 9 o'clock hour. In the 7 o'clock hour, give somebody else another chance to win some cash. We haven't done so in the last two days, Big J. People become overconfident in their skills. And I like confidence. But when it costs you money, you got to be careful sometimes, right? Right. And so we'll see what ends up happening today. And hopefully we can give away some Idaho Lottery Scratchers tickets. That will be fun. Get somebody qualified for that UTV during Pop Culture Smackdown. Overall, should be a very eventful Thursday. We're excited for that. We should get started with some important stuff. It's the news. It's the news. Important stuff. Launch news On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff happens to be brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Check out the Crazy Cash Multiplier Scratch Games from the Idaho Lottery, where you can multiply your prize by 5, 20, 50, even 100 times the cash. Win cash prizes up to 300 grand. Play today. Coronavirus numbers out, Big J, and they are up. We are seeing the highest numbers we have seen since the beginning of last month. So in over a month and a half, almost two months, the numbers are higher than they've been. 369 new confirmed and probable cases yesterday. Statewide confirmed cases at the beginning of the pandemic now stands at 35,500. Of the new cases, Ada County led the way once again. 33, 24 in Kootenai, 23 in Canyon, 21 in Bonville. Also on Wednesday, two additional deaths were re- re- reported related to the coronavirus, bringing the statewide death total to 454. While it wasn't a pro- reported yesterday, it was supposed to be reported, supposedly reported earlier in the week. The other big news that came out was, unfortunately, a member of the Middleton School District had passed away due to the coronavirus, and so now there's some additional lockdowns being put into place there in the Middleton School District. So. Uh, I know you don't have any kids in the school district anymore, but are the ripples being felt in your community, Big J? Um, I guess, yeah. You're too busy to play video games to know. Well, what's no, going? I mean it. You know, it's, there's a lot of chatter on the social medias uh, in the in the groups uh, of Middleton for sure. Of course. Uh, Very so, sad. Either way, it is sad. It is incredibly sad. And so, uh, get used to things like that. Unfortunately, I don't feel like they're going away anytime soon. Uh, Neither are people's opinions, because they're going to be coming forward in spades as well. So, uh, that's what's going down, and that's what's happening in the state. I I don't know, man. I mean, some of this stuff is going to be attributed to Labor Day. That, of course, is a thing. But, but the other part of it is we're heading into the fall. It's now officially fall, Big J. And they said that, you know, there's a really solid chance this thing makes a resurgence unless you have it under control by then. And I would argue we don't. And so now we have ourselves a situation. And we'll see if those numbers continue to go up or if they level off or what's happening as we hit the fall months as well. 
Tampa Bay beat the Stars last night 5-2. Steven Stamkos returned for the Lightning, even though that wouldn't have happened had there not been a pandemic. But the uh, captain and probably the best player in Tampa Bay Lightning history ended up scoring a goal in his first shot in the Stanley Cup Final. It's like something out of a movie. They now lead the series two games to one. And we'll see game four will be played on Friday. Heat beat the Celtics last night 112-109. They go up 3-1 to in the Eastern Conference Final. Tyler Hero, Big J, the rookie, 37 points for Miami, making him just the second 20-year-old in NBA playoff history with at least 37 points in the game. Who's the other one? Uh, Dwayne Wade? No. No. Magic Johnson. Game five will be played on oh, I thought Friday. it was just for the Heat. No, no, no. Okay. That's the playoff history in the NBA. I will, I will go Magic Johnson. That is correct. Game five will be played on Friday to see if the Heat can't uh, make a series out of it. Or, excuse me, make a series. Yeah, wrap up the series and... Go to the finals. We'll see. Pandemic continues to have an impact on Hollywood at the box office. The uh, the box office is not doing well here in the States. Movie studios even hesitant to release much of anything. And so Disney released some news yesterday that says they are officially delaying things again, including Black Widow, a West Side Story by Steven Spielberg, and Death on the Nile by Kenneth Branagh. So now Black Widow was supposed to come out on November 6th. That's not happening. It has moved it all the way until next year, May 7th of 2021 now is when Black Widow will hit theaters. Uh, West Side Story is going to come out on December 10th, and Death on the Nile will now bow on December 18th. The news is bad for fans, but worse for theaters, which are struggling to survive. Of course, they were hoping to get some big tentpoles. I'm not sure how much West Side Story and Death of the Nile is going to drive people to the theaters, to be perfectly honest. And so, uh, one release that has been kept is Pixar's Soul. Other Marvel releases, including The Eternals, has been moved to November of next year, man. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about you know, the VOD and the, the thing that Disney Plus they did with Mulan and mm-hmm. how much money it made. Uh, there's a correction. It didn't make $261 million. It only made $90 million. How did they get it that wrong? Uh, they, well, Yahoo Finance screwed it up. So they, they did the math bad. And they've come out and retracted it. So. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, to be perfect. Yeah. So it hasn't made more than Tenant. Well, good. Uh, that that uh, there you go. Yeah, worldwide, it's made more yeah. here in the states than than Tenant has. Yeah. But yes, agreed. Uh, we'll see uh, what else goes on. Uh, we just know that pretty much every movie that's a big tentpole movie is going to be moved to 2021. Now, here's the real the real issue is that hits theaters right in the pocketbooks. There's not going to be theaters that's going to make it till May. They're just not. There's there's too many. There's too much money involved in that, too many employees involved in that, and all that kind of stuff. So now, with 70% of American cinemas still closed, the question remains, how many of those are going to last? And the answer is, we don't know. We don't know. Sucks, man. It does suck. Uh, But, you know, uh, the, the reality of the situation is, even with those open, you're just not making enough money to make it worth your while to release a huge movie right now. It doesn't make any sense to do it. In the United States, anyway. Now, that's the other part of it is, you know, these movies can make plenty of money overseas, which have these things under control. It's just, uh, you know, the North American box office is fairly important to these companies, and so they don't want to disrespect it, I feel. But at some point, it is a money-making game. Nobody makes movies for fun. They make them to make money. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so that's going to have to win the day at some point. But at least they're delaying it until next year before they make that ultimate decision. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. On Tuesday of this week, the next gen of Xboxes went up for pre-sale. It went great, and everyone who wanted to get a pre-order did. 
<laughs> no, no, that isn't what happened. And uh, much like the PS5 pre-orders went, so did the Xbox. Very clunky and sold out very quickly and people having issues trying to get their hands on one. Uh, the folks at Microsoft had this to say, quote, we were humbled by the record-breaking demand for Xbox Series X and S. Huge thanks to everyone for the excitement. If you weren't successful today, be sure to sign up with retailers for updates and expect more consoles to be available on November 10th. So let's be honest here, those who didn't get into this pre-order situation for both PlayStation and Xbox next-gen consoles are going to have to work very hard to get their hands on one before Christmas. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, good luck. And neither of them released how many pre-sales they had. No. Um, and and I, I said earlier, I mean, listen, I mean, neither of them is in a position to be able to produce millions upon millions of these right out of the gate it's just not possible no 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 and here's the so, beauty of it they don't have to yeah you know i mean supply this is supply and demand it's the secret of of a successful launch is making things seem like they're more popular than maybe they actually are because you know as much as i you know there's a lot of people out there uh, dropping six hundred dollars on a gaming system right now is not easy in the this world's economy and so uh while i would like to get my hands on a ps5 i'm not going to bend over backwards in order to do it because of the financial situation. And, so. and here's the dilemma I'm in, is that now I'm in, in a little bit more into PC gaming. You can spend 600 now and get a, a foot in the door really cheaply to to have a, a, a gaming PC and available almost every game there ever is. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you don't have to worry about a lot of the exclusive stuff for the most part. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a challenging time out there when you're trying to figure out what you want to do. So right. there you go. Good luck to everybody on that. Uh, after it was delayed earlier in the year, Prime Day 2020 will kick off partway through next month. And according to The Verge, the website says it obtained an internal Amazon email that states the two-day shopping event will start on October 13th. The company will reportedly share its plans on the 27th year of September. Amazon officially delayed this year's event on July 21st. This year, quote, uh, this year we'll be holding Prime Day later than usual while ensuring the safety of our employees and supporting our customers and selling partners. The company said at the time that this year's Prime Day is anything like past, one, uh, past ones. Prime subscribers can expect deep discounts on Amazon brands, whole food market items, and a host of other products. I continue to be overwhelmed by Prime Day. Uh, as much as I yes yes I I have I don't think I've in the history of Prime Day I while I have checked things out I don't think I've ever bought anything. Are you scared? Well, it's just it, there's 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 just too much stuff, and so when I when I have an idea of what I want, I look and I become like it's like God like last year I think I was looking like an air fryer, and there were like seventy five to choose from, and I'm like listen I've all of a sudden lost interest. Why don't you ask me? I'll help you. I know you'll help me, but I but I was also it wasn't like a necessity. It was one of those deals where it was like I saw a guy. An email and I was like, oh, I don't need an air fryer. Come in handy. No, I, I have not used one. I have not needed one. I have not required one. So I'm kind of happy I didn't. But yeah, there's just almost too many things available for me to realize what what I what the deals I'm looking for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and now that the Amazon, I, I think it's officially open. The uh, procurement center here in mm -hmm. Nampa, uh, that might change a lot of stuff uh, that you're able to get day of. Yeah, we'll see I, what happens there. I noticed they gave me the the option the last time I bought something for to go pick it up. Like I had never seen that oh. before. Uh, it was like uh, I ordered uh, some haircut clippers so I could give my kids a haircut, and it was it was available for next day delivery, or they had given me the opportunity to pick it up, and I was like, oh, that's new, that's cool, uh, and so uh, that may be one of the things that you could have, so you could get it like almost immediately if you wanted to, or next day delivery is what I opted for. 
But that, I think, is one of the benefits of having a distribution center right uh, very close to where we are, is you have the opportunity maybe to get same-day service if you want something a little bit sooner and you don't mind getting in your car and go and get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Go ahead. I was going to say, there's your nerd alert. Morning After with Nick and Big J, and on the way, some important stuff. We're going to hell to multiply our madness, but first inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center we're going. CB, what's up? It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 between Napa and Boise. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Something I always wanted to ask you, Big J, what's it like to be rich? I don't really know. I, I, I say that a lot, but I, I'm not really rich. You're doing okay. I mean, you got a Traeger grill. You have to be rich to have one of those. That much I know. Comfortable at the moment, but not rich. All right. Well, researchers ha- have already found that on average, uh, wealthier people tend to live longer. But now, new research suggests that recollection and memory may be linked to income as well. Emerging work says the human brain creates more, quote, time codes based on new and varied experiences. Meaning, those who can afford more vacations and different hobbies and those who have more stimulating jobs will actually recall having lived for a longer time on Earth. Because you experience different things and you go to different places and you have different things happen to you, you're able to, you know, have more memorable things happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, more experiences. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, if you're able to go on vacation, you're going to have more vacation memories than, let's say, me, who hasn't been on vacation since Christ was a kid. And so, and never been into any exotic locations ever. And so I don't have memories of being on a Hawaii beach or going down to Cabo with anybody. Because what the hell is that about? What right. does Cabo even look like, Big J? You know. No, I've never been there. Huh? I've seen pictures. You've seen pictures as well. Not the same. Those are my memories. Those are just pictures. But we could implant them. (laughs) What is this, Johnny Mnemonic? With those new and frequent opportunities for entertainment, they'll retain these memories, therefore creating a longer recollection of their life. Happiness. Money can't buy happiness, Big J. That's what basically the story is saying. You understand? Yeah. Everybody you, when you were a kid, was lying to you. It can't. And it could buy memories and recollections. I didn't believe them anyways. Yeah, why would you believe anybody? Tampa Bay beat Dallas 5-2 last night to go up 2-1 in the Stanley Cup Final, Game 4 Friday. Heat beat the Boston Celtics 112-109. They're up 3-1 in that series. And Game 5 will be played on Friday. The Tampa Bay Rays won the American League East title last night. First time in 10 years. With an 8-5 win over the New York Mets, the Rays, which began playing in 1998, also won the AL East in 2008 and 2010. Uh, with the expanded playoff going on in the Major League Baseball world these days, uh, I think every team's going to make the playoffs. But uh, Tampa Bay winning the division over a red-hot Yankees team is still something to celebrate, I would say, even though it's a truncated season. If you were a Rays fan, would you be excited? Sure. Do you know any Rays fans? No. Exactly. Uh, that's part of the problem. If you, if, if you can't wait... For the Suicide Squad, guess what? You're going to get some prequel stuff happening on HBO Max. It's happening before the Suicide Squad comes out? I don't know. I don't know. I can't. can't, I mean, I guess I can't imagine it is because Suicide Squad is completed filming. Yeah. And this has yet to be written. I think it just got the green light. But if you are excited for it, then you're going to get a spinoff centered on the origin story of John Cena's Peacemaker character. I don't know anything about Peacemaker. And other than what I saw in the teaser stuff, it seems like it's going to be hilarious. And John Cena playing it is even funnier. Well, did you see... You saw the first Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. And so here's what you have to know. And, and this, is the fun, <laughs> this is the fun of, of what's going to be Suicide Squad. Is I'm going to say anywhere from... 70 to 90 percent 
of the characters you saw in that uh, that roll call trailer are going to die in like the first three seconds of, of Suicide Squad. That's the beauty of it, is there's a lot of characters involved, but they all get killed off right away. That's why it's called Suicide Squad. And so uh, I'm not sure which one of those characters is going to, I mean, I think obviously Harley Quinn will last and, and Idris Elba will, will, will make the run, but I don't know how long John Cena's Peacemaker is gonna be a part of the actual movie, which is maybe why it's getting a prequel kind of a thing. But uh, P Peacemaker is a real character. It appeared first in a comic in 1966 uh, by Charlatan Comics, which was later acquired by DC. And the character of Christopher Smith is a man who believes in peace at any cost, no matter how many people he has to kill to get there. And that's the character. And that's the prequel you are going to get for HBO Max. And James Gunn is involved. He will write all season one episodes, and he's going to direct several of them as well. And so Gunn said, quote, Peacemaker is an opportunity to delve into current world issues through the lens of the superhero slash supervillain slash world's biggest douchebag. And so that's how James Gunn describes the character of Peacemaker, which makes it sound like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, uh, this makes me want to get HBO Max. That, that's when, and then there's no real date as to when this thing's going to go. We just know it's happening, and that's cool, and I'm excited for it. I like having HBO Max so I can skip over Watchmen. Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's your loss. Coming up in a few minutes, we are going to go to hell. You're invited to join us. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Massachusetts is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Oh. And uh, we've often said on this show, you give somebody long enough and they'll tell you pretty much how everything you're doing in some way, shape, or form is going to kill you. But this one appears to be serious, Big J. Oh. And we're talking about something that I believe is a fairly acquired taste. Uh, you may like it. I'm not exactly sure. I know you don't you don't partake in it on the regular. And I'm talking about black licorice. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not a fan. But yet, that's exactly what Jaeger tastes like. Nah. It does, though. I disagree. What do you think? What does Jaeger taste like? NyQuil. NyQuil? Yeah. I don't know. I taste black licorice when I taste it. Probably why I don't like uh, Jaegermeister that much. But uh, apparently... If you eat too much black licorice, it will kill you. At least that is what the New England Journal of Medicine says killed a 54-year-old man last year after doing some investigation. Uh, here's part of the problem, Big J. The 54-year-old man had a huge licorice obsession. We're talking about mm, a bag and a half a day. That's a lot of licorice, bro. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I have been known to enjoy a piece of licorice from time to time, but a bag and a half a day is excessive. And even then, I'm like a Twizzlers guy or like a strawberry flavored or cherry flavored licorice. Right. Give me that any day of the week. Uh, and that's what this Turn guy Turn it into was. a straw. For years. For years, he enjoyed red licorice. Didn't matter what it was. And that's what he ate to access. But about three weeks to five weeks before his death, he decided for some reason he would switch to black licorice, and it appears to be that switch is what killed him. He ate a bag and a half a day every single day for a couple of weeks, and what happened was he ate so much black licorice that it threw his nutrients way out of whack and killed him. Now, Dr. D Dr. Neil Bartala is a cardiologist at Massachusetts General Hospital. He is the man who helped write the paper for the New England Journal of Medicine, and he says that Quote, even a small amount of black licorice that you eat will increase your blood pressure a little bit. The problem is that black licorice has a particular acid 
called glyceric acid. I hope I'm saying that right. It's featured prominently in uh, black licorice and it's many other foods featuring like uh, any kind of licorice root extract. So it's got some dietary supplements and all that kind of stuff. And what happens is it causes dangerously low potassium and imbalances other minerals called electrolytes. You've heard of those because you drink Gatorade. Yeah. So eating as little as two ounces of black licorice a day for two weeks would cause some sort of heart rhythm problem, especially for folks over 40. That's according to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The doctor said, listen, it's more than licorice sticks, too. I mean, if you enjoy any kind of licorice tea or jelly beans or any lot of things over the counter, he says even some beers like Belgian beers have a compound to it, as do some chewing tobaccos. And so it's one of those things where you could be ingesting this acid and not knowing a whole lot about it. But this death clearly was an extreme case. Okay. The man had switched from red fruit flavor twist to the black licorice version of the candy a few weeks before his death last year. And he collapsed while having lunch at a fast food restaurant. So obviously he had some health problems. I mean, if you're eating a bag and a half of licorice a day and you're still like, yeah, dude, I'm going to have to supersize that. Then you've got some probably some other dietary issues. But what happened was... It was his dangerously low potassium that ended up doing him in. He had a heart rhythm problem. He had other issues as well. Uh, emergency responders uh, did CPR. He did re- get revived, but he died the next day. Right now, the FDA permits about 3.1% of food's contact to have this particular acid, but many candies and licorice products don't reveal how much of, his, uh, how much of it is contained per ounce, which is part of the problem. Doctors have been petitioning to the FDA for years, apparently, to say, hey, listen, you know, this is probably something you should keep in t- keep a little bit closer track of because it can cause problems, and the FDA has ignored them up until now. Maybe this dude dying from licorice is enough to make them report what's going on so that people don't eat a bag and a half of licorice every single day for several weeks. It's, well, in particular, the black licorice. The black licorice is the one that has yeah. the acid. So, I mean, it's... Uh, oof. While eating it's a scary a thing, man. Bag and a half of any kind of candy every day for several weeks will probably lead to health issues down the line. Right. But this would lead to health uh, problems faster. Correct. Correct. Put you on the fast track. So just know that at some point, licorice will kill you if you try to eat it enough. Now, to give you the other side of the equation, uh, there is a spokesperson for the Hershey Company, which of course makes the popular Twizzlers, Twizzlers licorice twist that said, quote, all of our products are safe to eat and in full compliance with the FDA regulations. And he's probably right, but the doctors are saying, see, that's the problem. The FDA is not requiring you to do probably the right thing. So while he's not being false and saying that they're complying, the he, the issue they have is with the actual FDA regulations, not making it mandatory for people to put in how much of this acid is per ounce, because now we know too much of it every single day will do some damage to you. So now you know, Big J, we're yeah. going to hell, saving lives. It's about time. But uh, I, I guess I'm safe because I think black licorice is disgusting. I feel like it's an acquired taste. Now, do you you don't enjoy black licorice at all? No. Are you a licorice fan, period? Not really. No? You don't like red vines or Twizzlers or anything like that? I don't seek them out. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've had one. But uh, I just wanted to warn all of you that are eating a lot of black licorice. Be careful. Watch out for your potassium, bro. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Up next, we're going to hopefully give away some money here with some multiplier madness courtesy of the Idaho Lottery and some scratchers. Let's do that next on the X-Rock. 
Green Day, welcome to paradise here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And Big J, welcome to a little game we call Multiplier Madness, courtesy of the Idaho Lottery. What's going to happen here in the next couple minutes? Well, uh, thanks to Multiplier Madness, uh, you've got a chance here to win yourself some money. Uh, of course, it's presented by the Idaho Lottery and the Crazy Cash Multiplier Scratcher Games. You could win up to three hundred grand from those. And we'll give you a chance to double up your money uh, and quadruple it, to be perfectly honest. Uh, just getting through and being Connor X, you get 10 bucks in scratchers and then you can double down if you want to win $20 but hey if you don't get the question right you get nothing that's right and then we'll give you a chance to win $40 last nothing two days uh, the people have struck out at the $40 question so knowing about the topic and understanding what's going to happen is a fairly big thing we like confidence but we want you to win money too so think about this strategically as you enter in the phone call. But if you want to play, you got to be over 21, and you got to get on the phone right now. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to play a little game called Multiplier Madness. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, man, what's your name? <laughs> My name's Kenny. All right, Kenny, you are up first. You have officially won $10 in scratchers from the Idaho Lottery. That is yours. And now we're going to ask you if you want to put it on the line and go double or nothing. Today's category is all about Jim Henson. It's his birthday today. He would have been 84. He passed away in 1990, of course, because he decided he didn't want to go to the hospital when he had a cough and it killed him because he had pneumonia. Uh, and we were going to focus on Muppets. Jeez, it's true. Dude. It's true. Put the blame on him. Uh, well, yeah, it is his fault. He should have went to the hospital. Muppet trivia is the actual uh, category today. So depending on what you know or Man. don't know about Muppets, in my opinion, these are fairly easy questions. But you got to understand, if you don't know a lot about Muppets or the Muppets in general, it may be difficult for you. So keep that in mind, Kenny. Do you want to keep the $10 you have, or would you like to risk it and go for 20 Let's go for 20 All right. Jim Hansen worked with the Children's Television Workshop to create this iconic kids' TV show that featured characters like Big Bird and has been on TV since 1969. What is it? Sesame Street. Right. Correct. You now have $20 nice. in Idaho Lottery Scratchers. Now, you can stop and keep that 20 bucks, or you can risk it and go for $40 in Scratcher tickets for a question that is a little bit more difficult than the one you just answered. Let's go for 40. All right. Oh, man. It's up to you, Kenny. The last movie that Jim Henson ever directed came in 1986. Star musician David Bowie is the Goblin King and is every woman over the age of 30's favorite movie. What is it? The Labyrinth. Boom. Right. You got it. Damn. 40 American dollars in Idaho Lottery scratcher tickets, and that's how it's supposed to go. Well done, my friend. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Idaho Lottery Crazy Cash Multiplier Scratchers. And that is how Multiplier Man is supposed to work. See, not too difficult, right? Yeah, people don't know this. So you're a Muppeteer. I am. I uh, For a long time, that's all I ever wanted to be was a Muppeteer. Hi-dee-ho. Uh, is that supposed to be Kermit? Yeah. Well done. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your Multiplier Madness. More chances to win some stuff from us on the way. Here's weather. Not weather. Traffic. That's what I wanted to do. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you have like 50 cats at your house, so no, I we, we ask have, you. We have three. How often do you feed your cats? A couple times a day. Couple times a day. What if I told you everything you know is wrong? Well, let's uh, tell that to our veterinarian. New research suggests that feeding cats one large meal a day can actually help them control hunger rather than feeding them small amounts multiple times a day. 
Research from the American Veterinarian Association reveals that cats that ate once a day were actually more satisfied and potentially resulted in less food begging than those that eat several times a day. The results also suggest that cutting back the frequency of feeding could actually reduce the risk of obesity in your feline friend. So if you got a fat cat or two, one big old meal outweighs yeah, yeah, several see, small. That's how they got fat. Several meals a day? One meal. One one huge thing of food a day. Well, then maybe the thing was too huge. Right? No. Huh? I mean, that couldn't be it? No, they can't control themselves. <laughs> Clearly. Well, that's what I'm saying. You control how much food they, you feed them. Uh, it's just, uh, they're just saying that it might be better for them uh, when it comes to food begging and leave them more satisfied. But if, listen, it's your cat. You can do whatever you want. I'm just telling you what the veterinarians recommend. At this point, the new research showing it. They should get all on the same page. Well, I mean, it's new information. Maybe your veterinarian is now on the same page. You never know. Tampa Bay Lightning down the Dallas Stars last night, 5-2. to two. They got a two games to one lead in the Stanley Cup final. One of Tampa Bay's goals was scored by Steven Stamkos. Big J, you know who that is, right? Mm, yeah. No. Longtime captain of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Been with the team forever. Who has been out since February with an injury. As a matter of fact, if not for... The pandemic delaying things, he would not have played this year at all. And he, of course, it's almost justifiable that he got a chance to get in the game and score a goal, win, lose, or draw for the Lightning because he's been such a big part of that organization. The Miami Heat beat the Celtics 112 to 109 last night, despite the refs trying to take over the game in the last part of things. But the then uh, the Heat almost blowing a pretty big lead. Either way, they win three games to one now up in the Eastern Conference Final. Tyler Hero was the hero, Big J. 37 points for Miami, making him just the second 20-year-old in NBA history in playoffs anyway to score 37 points a game. That other player was once again Big J? My, um, Magic Johnson. Correct. Game 5 Friday, the Heat look to wrap things up and head to the finals. And uh, a Los Angeles Chargers team doctor accidentally punctured quarterback Tyrod Taylor's lung leading him to miss at least Sunday's game. According to media reports yesterday, Coach Anthony Lynn said Taylor is still not 100% yet, and rookie Justin Herbert will start the game again on Sunday against the Panthers. Apparently, uh, you know, he uh, had a uh, rib injury in week one, and before the game, the doctors were trying to shoot him up in the chest with a painkiller because that's how we want our sports athletes to go out there and perform. And he accidentally punctured his lung, in the process Damn. and cause some serious issues. Tyler had to go to the hospital, all sorts of stuff because of this. And so now there's an investigation looking into the doctor, how this happened. You know, doctors are supposed to know where lungs are and stuff like that. Doctor. So uh, that's an issue. Got players of the Chargers stepping up for the uh, medical staff on the Chargers organization. It's uh, probably not going to be a good look for a little bit anyway for the Chargers medical staff. We'll see what ends up happening from here, but it looks like it's uh, it's Justin Herbert's role to have and maybe his position to lose. Poor Ty- Tyrod Taylor can't catch a break, man. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, every time he's somewhere, something happens to him which causes a young kid to take his gig. All he's done is, the last time he had a regular starting gig, he just led his team to the playoffs. That's all. Now he's got doctors stabbing him in his lungs so he can't get on the field. It's crazy. Looks like Zack Snyder's bringing the band back together, Big J. When Warner Brothers finally agreed to let Snyder finish his director's cut of Justice League, they were pretty clear that there were going to be no reshoots. Guess what's happening, Big J? There's reshoots. Yep. After That's all, why they, they need a billion dollars to they, redo this thing. They are dumping $30 million into the project just for re-editing and special effects work alone. However, it does seem that the studio is reversing its course. 
that uh, Hollywood Reporter has it in a week or so long reshoot to capture some new footage is set to take place next month. And according to the Hollywood Reporter, everybody's back, my friend. Ben Affleck is Batman, Henry Cavill is Superman, Gail Gadot's going to be in there, and uh, Ray Fisher is Cyborg, all coming back to shoot some scenes to make sure that this director's cut looks exactly how they want it to look and has the story that they want to tell. So, uh, it may were, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people were upset because there may not be enough new stuff or any new stuff in there, but it looks like they're going to tie up some loose ends. So, that's cool and may give you a reason to want to watch the, I believe, broken into three-part version of Justice League, which is coming to HBO Max next year. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and how would you like a CF Moto Z-Force 800 Trail UTV? From Birds of Prey Motorsports. Yep, that'd be nice. I'd like to have one. Here's your chance to get qualified to win one. It'd be one of 100 people in the running for that, uh, which we'll be giving away on October 12th. So uh, all you need to do here is get through and beat me in pop culture SmackDown. We'll get you qualified with a uh, morning aftercare package. Got an X-Rox face covering and a 25th anniversary X-Rox sticker in there that we'll send out to you in the mail. All right. You want in on this, then now's the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003 to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hello there. Hey, man, what's up? What's your name? Darren. All right, Darren, you are up first. Darren, what actress is killed off in the opening scene of the very first Scream movie? Oh, gosh. You know what? I have no idea. I'm sorry. Wrong. Again. Jennifer. Uh, no, it wasn't Jennifer anything, so I hung up on you anyway, but it wasn't Jennifer. But thanks for trying. Hello, what the X. What are you waiting for? <laughs> it's a different movie altogether. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. We need to know what actress is killed off in the opening scene of the very first Scream movie. Oh, man. That's what it is to me. I'm going to say Cody Cross if that's what I'm going to do. She's still alive in the series. Hasn't been killed off at all. That's right. Is she coming back? She is, right? Yeah. Hello, the X. Hey. We need to know what actress is uh, killed off in the opening scene of the very first Scream movie. Uh, wasn't it Drew Barrymore? It was, in fact, Drew Barrymore. Yes, sir. Right. What is your name? Barry. Barry, you're taking on Big J. Big J, what's the highest grossing film of all time? Uh, that would be the, uh, the Avengers. I need more. It's uh, not the Avengers. I could call you wrong, technically. Oh, okay. Uh, the Avengers Infinity War. Wrong. My God. <laughs> that is incorrect. Barry, congratulations. You are the winner. And this you is are uh, quite the streak, Nick. <laughs> you are qualified. I mean, I can't make it any easier. It's not. Uh, what's the other one called? Endgame. Yes. Right. That's the one that made all the money in the world. See, I couldn't remember that at the moment. It was clear when you said just Avengers that you were in trouble. You were on the ropes. <laughs> I told you all you needed was one. <laughs> you were on the ropes. Hang on one second, man. We'll get some what information. What I'm trying to do here is get it whittled down so you only have one question for I me. I don't like it being one and done all the time. I'm trying to make these things easier for you, and you're not helping. Uh, but congratulations, man. We'll get you qualified for the UTV. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. We'll come back and do a little thing we like to call headlines. In the meantime... <laughs> 
Headlines brought to you by GoTeamMazda.com. That's a website for Team Mazda, the pre-owned superstore. Check it out if you want a new or used vehicle. The inventory is always getting updated. The Fresh Start Cred button is there on top of a payment calculator. Everything you need for your next new or used car adventure at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Whatever works, mass transit, and glad I chose contactless. Uh, whatever works. Talk about working the polls. A new ad uses strippers and lingerie to encourage voters to get your booty to the poll, Big J. Head to the 2020 election. God. The ad uses exotic dancers and bright colors to draw attention before going into election specifics like nominations for local district attorneys, sheriffs, and county officials. The ad concludes by advertising their website, getyourbootytothepoll.com. Will that help? Help me? I don't. Well, no. I hopefully, you hopefully you don't need any help. I'm just no, wondering. No, I don't. About uh, will it help in general? I guess uh, you know it doesn't hurt, right? I mean, let's throw everything at the wall to get you know uh, a bunch of people out to vote. And listen, you know, I mean, that's been a problem here for a very long time: is people uh, who are of age and able to vote that aren't voting, and whatever works, whatever gets them to the polls, and let's do it. That's right. The apathy is thick, and it takes a lot to cut through it. And sometimes it's that, I guess. Uh, will it help him get off their ass on November 2nd? I don't know. But whatever works, like the headline says. Mass transit or glad I chose contactless? Glad I chose contactless? A delivery driver in southern Thailand was fined for making all of his deliveries naked, Big J. Video of the man surfaced on Monday showing the naked man riding his motorcycle with a food panda bag behind him. The driver ultimately had to turn himself into local police after his story went viral. The driver claimed that he decided to be naked that morning, quote, due to a personal problem, whatever that means. What personal problem would you have that would want you to show up to work naked, Big Jim? And mental, how can I avoid mental you problems. having that problem? Mental breakdown. <laughs> the Shangri Times reports that police believe it might have just been a prank. Like, he thought it would be funny or he was dared to do so, and so that's when he did it. Just <laughs> stripped down and was like, let's go to work. Let's go! Deliver people their food. And it, uh, it would be very weird to get your food delivered by a naked man, I think. I'm not sure I'd eat that food. Like, you know, even if it did come up in a taped up bag, would you go, yeah, I'll hard pass on that one. Nah, I wouldn't, you know, if it was sealed, I wouldn't have a problem. What do I care? I've been waiting for that delivery for 40 minutes. For a naked man? No, for my food delivery. Oh, I see. Wrap it up with mass transit. Do you think that uh, pooping on the subway was already banned, Big J? Yes. Well, it's not, but it will be Ugh. soon, thankfully. The Mass Transit Authority Board is proposing the new rule, which will ban defecation on the city's subways, buses, and transit facilities in New York. The previous mandate called for just a $100 fine for passengers who, quote, create nuisance, hazardy, or unsanitary conditions. Uh, while defecating certainly falls under the unsanitary condition protocol, the MTA officials are calling for more specific language because apparently there's been a run of people going number two on the subway. And they want to stop it. I'm not sure how banning it is going to make it any different than what it currently is. Because I think just out of pure common sense, you should think, I just can't go to the bathroom here. But yet people are doing it anyway. So I'm not sure if banning it is going to... probably people who don't have, like, a bathroom. (laughs) Right? Like, homeless people. I I don't know. I don't know. I think we're back into the mental uh, issues again. I mean, somebody may very well have a home, 
Uh, I don't believe that everybody that's pooping out in the middle of nowhere is homeless. I believe that some people are just that messed up sometimes. Or think that they're doing something that is considered normal. It's not. Like, I mean, you shouldn't have to go into a subway and worry about somebody squeezing out a deuce there. Right in front of you, right? Yeah, I agree. But my point is, I'm not sure if you say, hey, that's banned. You can't do that. It's going to stop somebody from doing uh, if the $100 fine already does it. We'll see what ends up happening, however. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Coming up in a few minutes, we are going to visit with Alex Hilton. She of the Alzheimer's Walk. The director is going to be coming up here in a few minutes. Hold on tight for that. That is Metallica all within my hands here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Coming up on October 3rd, an event very near and dear to our hearts. It's the Walk to End Alzheimer's. And it's time that we give you some details, how you can help out, how you can raise some money, how you can take part in the Walk to End Alzheimer's. So it's an honor and privilege to welcome on to the show the Walk Director for the Walk to End Alzheimer's. Her name is Alex Hilton, and she joins us this morning. Good morning, Alex. How are you? Good morning. Thank you for having me. Of course. And this year, of course, with all the things going on with the pandemic and COVID, it has probably made your managing a walk fairly a complicated task. Tell us a little bit about the differences this year than maybe the walks have passed. Yes, this year has definitely been different. Typically, we do a large in-person event at Kleiner Park uh, with over a thousand people. And this year, we didn't feel that that was safe to do so. So instead, we are still asking people to walk, to join us in the fight to end Alzheimer's. And to do this, we ask on October 3rd to join us by yourself in small groups of your friends and family and walk in your neighborhood or on your favorite walking path while others in the community do the same and just remember what this day is about and that the commitment to ending Alzheimer's hasn't stopped. Yeah, Alex, uh, Big J here. And and while, uh, you know, I'm very bummed that we can't get together and do the walk normally, this is also kind of exciting and different and and it could be really, really neat. Yes, I agree. I think that this is a great opportunity for us to reach communities we haven't before, as well as, you know, we do a lot with assisted livings and they've been having a really hard time this year. And we're kind of bringing the walk to them. It's just a good opportunity to engage more people, let them know about our mission, and to involve them with us. Alex Hilton from the Walk to End Alzheimer's is joining us this morning. We're talking about uh, the one coming up on October 3rd here in the Treasure Valley. And, of course, one of the other things that the walk is supposed to do besides raise awareness, it's, of course, supposed to raise some funds as well to help find a cure. And uh, you can go all the way through the end of the year. Just because the walk's happening on October 3rd doesn't mean the fundraising stops, correct? Correct. We fundraise year round this year all the way through December 30th and just where you would go to register for walk alz.org slash walk is exactly where you can go to donate as well. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll uh, publish. Uh, you can go join my team as well. Uh, we've got a couple couple team members there and uh, raising money. Not an easy thing to do right now, but it's still necessary. There's still a lot of breakthroughs to come, and you know we're hoping one day that uh, the walk won't even be necessary, and that the only way to really do that is uh, raising money for those research uh, items. Exactly. That is our hope, to one day find that cure and uh, lead the way for the first survivor of Alzheimer's. Beautiful. I know uh, not too long ago, uh, Big J did some uh, filming for the virtual opening ceremony that you guys are going to be putting in. So there's a whole like event. I, I think uh, you be, should be commended for the work that you put in to make this thing an almost Herculean task to try to get a walk done in 2020 to be able to do that and make sure people are uh, entertained, have all the information, and it's all in one stop is, is a pretty great task. And I'm, I'm sure it's been a lot of work for you, yeah? 
Thank you. It definitely has been. Um, but we really just still wanted the community to be engaged and know that we're not going anywhere. We're still fighting. I hope that people join us. Again, walk day is October 3rd. That opening ceremony is at 11 a.m. You can view it on your phone or from your computer. And we also have those promise gardens that will be set up at Kleiner Park as well as the Boise Capitol um, all day long on October 3rd. And I encourage people to drive by, uh, take your friends and your family, maybe incorporate that on your walk as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a really great thing, uh, Alex, and uh, appreciate appreciate you spending some time and uh, talking with us about it. And again, you can go to alz.org slash walk for, for more info, for more details, to go sign up for a team and go raise some money. And uh, look forward to seeing, uh, seeing you out there uh, virtually on uh, October 3rd. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alex, for joining us. As a matter of fact, I think you got it up on uh, com too as well, right? Yep, and uh, we'll post the link on the Morning After Facebook page here in a little bit. So check out it if you want more information and join Big J and the rest of us there on October 3rd for the fun. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll do some bad impressions next on the X-Rock. <laughs> On 100.3, the X. And you got a chance right here to get yourself a $25 gift card to Jackson's Food Stores. Uh, anywhere here in the Treasure Valley, you can use that card to get gas, food, uh, I don't know, something to drink. would be great. Just got to figure out bad impressions this morning. Candy? Candy? 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a game called Bad Impressions. It works like this. Big J has got three different clues. They all revolve around one particularly famous person. If you can figure out who this famous person is, we're essentially sending you cash that you can use at your leisure for whatever you want at a Jackson store here in the Treasure Valley, uh, including filling up your vehicle, which does not suck at all. You ready, Big J? Yeah. Then to the phones we go. Good morning, the X. Morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Dan. All right, Dan, you're up first. Good luck. Hey, I'm from Hoboken, New Jersey, and I got a family bakery there. Next one. I'm the boss. Hey, the cake boss. Uh, next third clue. I guess I'm gonna have to do Buddy versus Duff three one-handed. Hey, oh. <laughs> I have no idea, guys. No idea. It's all right. Thank you very much for trying. Hey. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, man. Did you, did you hear Big J's clues? I did not. Okay. Hey, I'm from Hoboken, New Jersey, and I got a family bakery there. Next one. I'm the boss. Hey, the cake boss. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Uh, next one. I guess I'm going to have to do Buddy versus Duff 3 one-handed. Hey. Does he yeah, say drawing hey? a blank. Does he say hey a lot? <laughs> no. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to do a New Jersey accent. Don't they all say that? <laughs> Hello, the X. Hey, yo, guys. We are laughing. Hey. Hey, the, hey. Answer, the answer is... Buddy Velastro over here. Yeah, hey, over Buddy here. Velastro. Hey. Hang on one second, man. We'll get you your Jackson's hey, uh, gift card. Yes, I was. Uh, why is Cake Boss in the news? Tell you why. Well, who's not laughing? Uh, Buddy Velastro. <laughs> uh, he's recovering after uh, a terrible accident at his home. Uh, first thing is, uh, Buddy Velastro, who owns Carlo's Bakery, is rich. He yeah. has a, a bowling alley in his own home. 
and there was a problem <laughs> with a bowling alley in his home, and he went to uh, try to uh, release a bowling pin from the cage mechanism, and his right hand became lodged and compressed in the unit. And hey, then, my hand's freaking hey, stuck over here. Oh, hey, this thing's impaling my hand repeatedly. I'm getting stabbed in my bacon hand. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, I can't decorate no more. Uh, he explained in an Instagram post the whole thing, and it sounds terrible, man. It uh, sounds we're, we're making jokes like a nightmare. He's a he's a tough tough dude, and uh, his his kids had to uh, to get a reciprocating saw to cut through one and a half inch rods that Jesus. had gone through his hand. God Almighty! Uh, yeah, and he's he's got to have like a bunch of surgery. He's in like traction. It's it's bad news. Hey, there. he's right handed, yo. That's the hand that does yeah. all the bacon. So, uh, luckily, he's got basically an army of his family working at that bakery to keep things running and rolling. But uh, that sounds like a horrible situation. Also, probably uh, how uh, you know, like supervillains are made. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he came out like with all the yeah. anti bowling alley like, stuff. And- well, don't you remember the Mystery Man? I mean, bowling was a central <laughs> <laughs> plot line in the movie, dude. The bowler. Yeah, exactly. Buddy Velastro is the bowler. <laughs> Uh, and you know what? He probably never going to bowl again. No, no. Not do a lot of things with that right hand again, man. He's going to need reconstructive surgery and all sorts yeah. of stuff. It's bad news. Oh, we, oh, we hope he has a speedy recovery. Yeah, in spite of us making fun of him. Hey. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> That is Star Set. That is Trials. That is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us and tuning in. We got a nerd alert from Big J. That was good stuff today. We got a chance to uh, actually give away some scratch tickets for the Multiplier Madness, which is awesome how it's supposed to go. $40 went out the uh, window today. That's awesome. More of that will be on the agenda for tomorrow, along with getting somebody qualified for a UTV, just like we did this morning as well. And we got to do our Buddy Velastro impressions, Big J. Hey! Pretty successful My hand! We are going to head out to Flying Pie this afternoon to have some lunch with the Mex listeners. Thank you guys for entering on xrock.com, the hot lunch contest. Hopefully you enjoy that. And, of course, that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, we need to stop this. Uh, let's. Uh, what I'm talking about is uh, saving famous people food and then freezing it for 60 years oh is that happening a lot uh well yeah once is enough nick and uh this guy from illinois he uh his name's gene he when he was a kid uh Richard Nixon stopped in his town to do a campaigning thing, and he ate uh, what, and I didn't even know they had this back in the 60s, was uh, a uh, barbecue buffalo sandwich. And uh, Nixon only ate half of it, and this kid is like, hey, nobody's taking this sandwich. He's like, hey, I'm gonna take this. <laughs> and he took it home to his mom, and she put it in a mason jar, and they freezed it, and he still got it. That's weird, man. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't know why. Uh, but uh, listen, I, whatever makes you happy. It's holding on to some history there for you. I suppose. I mean, technically. Although, I mean, if it's half a sandwich, is it like cut in half or are there like actual bite marks taken I, out I of it? I think there's some bite marks Okay. Out of it. Well, then that's something, I suppose. Maybe right. the sandwich wasn't that good. It's making me hungry. That's why he only ate half of it. I'll th- you can throw some buffalo chicken on some white bread and enjoy a buffalo chicken sandwich. A flying pie? No, no, you can't do it there. But you can do it at home and then freeze it if you want for later. <laughs> Hey! Morning, stop it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. Next set of X Rock brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre owned Superstore. Go Team, save money is a great place to get started, and Team Mazda Subaru is where you need to go for it. So check out the website, goteammazda.com, to get started today. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Jason Drew's up next. It's the X Rock.